Do you want to have fun, change your life, and change the world in seven days? Welcome to Dance Our Dreams, where I playfully fuse music, motivation, and healing our planet through simple weekly experiments that help you achieve your big dreams and the big dream of our planet, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Aloha. I'm DJ Valerie B-Love, the vibe goddess. Our world needs us to take bold action now, and I believe every little thing we do adds up to make a big difference. Y'all ready to be the change you wish to see? All right, let's rock this. All right, aloha, love tribe. Guess who I have with me here? I have a woman who just completed an insane journey. I don't even know how many miles, but she said yes to her dream. And again and again and again, she keeps walking and cruising. And she's helping people like us, us ADD entrepreneurs, with transformational coaching and inspiration and helping us take our lives from adequate to excellent. And my beautiful guest, hi, Kit Cassingham. Hi, Valerie. And so we're both in Colorado. Where exactly again are you in Colorado? I am in Uray County. It's in the southwest corner of the state. If you saw the original True Grit, you s- that was filmed like in my backyard or front yard or something. Yeah. Some, right some, some portion of your, your landscape. <laughs> yes, in our five, what, 100 square miles of land. Oh yeah. my gosh. And so, okay, so for those of you guys listening on the podcast, so we're doing YouTube and we're also doing um, you know, the audio podcast. I'm looking at these little spoke things that are going up in your ceiling. Tell me about what is that? That doesn't look like a normal ceiling. It is not a normal ceiling. My office is in a yurt. It's a small 20 foot diameter yurt. We actually yurt? Live, a yurt is um, a Mongolian um, structure. It's, think teepee, but with a domed roof. Mm. Um, and Mongolians are nomadic, and so they just kind of pick up everything, like teepees, and move around. Mm-hmm. Um, Colorado Yurt Company, which is just up the road from me, um, makes these out of canvas and other th- materials. We put this up 16 and a half years ago and lived in it while we had our house built. Wow. And it's been my office on and off since we moved out. Oh my gosh. And so, so it's an unusual place to office or podcast. How does it, does it, how does it do with, I mean, we're in Colorado, it snows and rains and freezes and, and I'm at 7,500 feet. I actually don't get real hot here. Um, I've got, I got a little propane heater and I've got fans and uh, windows that open up and Monday the outside is getting replaced. It has about a 12 year life. And okay. I just told you it's 16 and a half years old. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's good. You know, you got to stretch it out a little bit, you know, get your money's worth. Yeah. So I'm getting the outside replaced on Monday. Well, okay. So that's fascinating. So you're clearly like a woman who doesn't do things by the books. And, you know, you and I met through, how did we meet? Tell, let's tell the audience how we met. All right. We are warrioresses. Yes. <laughs> you know, this Bo Eason's power, personal story power program that we're taking mm-hmm. has, is phenomenal. And that's how we met. Yeah. And we get to see each other every Thursday through Zoom calls where we're, we support each other. And another handful of people join us. But, uh, we're, we're becoming powerful storytellers and warriors changing the world. And why do you think, like, why is it important for us to share our stories and to go create stories to share, which you just did recently? <laughs> which I love creating stories. The world, I don't want to sound judgmental, but I think the world doesn't live 
enough. It just exists. And I, when I mean world, most people in the world. And so when we share our stories, we help people change. We help them step into their truths yeah. and their realities and create their realities, the ones they want that they're holding and going, yes, I, I wish I could do that. And they can. And most of the time, you know, if you're in a wheelchair, you may not scale Everest, but you could do other things. Right. Your own version of Everest, you know? Right. And, right. and so tell, let's share with the audience what you just did and, and why. I just came back from my second Camino. And Camino means the Camino de Santiago, which is a pilgrimage to Santiago, Spain. It's in the northwest corner of Spain, uh, in the, the autonomous region of Galicia. Uh, Spain has states and counties like we, like the United States does, mm -hmm. but they call them autonomous regions and okay. other things. But anyway, um, the Apostle James is buried under the cathedral or in the cathedral in Santiago. And who's Apostle James? Um, Disciple James, one of Christ's buddies. One of his bros, one of his tribe? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. cool. I'm just, I got to learn all these things. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and in the Catholic, for Catholics, he's a saint. And so it started as a Catholic pilgrimage, but a lot of non-Catholics, in fact, more non-Catholics do it now. And a lot of non-religious people. I'm not religious, but I'm very spiritual. Spiritual, but not, not religious. There you go. Hashtag. Yep. <laughs> oh, great hashtag. I know. Uh, right? I did my first one last year. I did the 500 mile or 800 kilometer walk from the Pyrenees to Santiago. 500 miles walking. Yep, on my feet. The, like, as opposed to your hands. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Or oh on my, my bottom. Or, oh my God. It would have taken longer that way. But. A minute more. Um, yeah. Um, but, you know, people expect great uh, transformations and they're going to be, become something different. And I'm going, well, I don't know what I'm going to experience. But after doing all my research, I knew I was going to be different. I just didn't know how. I couldn't even anticipate how. And today I can't tell you quite how I'm different, but it changed me a lot. I and came, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go. You came back. I came back and I immediately changed my website to say, transform your life. Yeah. And I'm going, okay, so I guess I've been transformed. And so in the past year and a half, I've been figuring out. So anyway, I did my second Camino. I did a short 150 mile walk uh, from Porto, Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> And and we walked from Porto, Portugal to Santiago, Spain. Wow. And and so let's talk about a couple things. So you said you didn't know what to expect in the beginning, you know, when you did this first one. And right. did you have an expectation of the second one and did it did it pan out that way? Well, the second one was a business adventure. Okay. So I want, it's now, I'm now taking people on trips, especially walking trips to help them transform because there is nothing more transformative than walking hour after hour, day after day, oh, that shit. your garbage just leaves you um, and, and life fills you. Um, so it, Nobody signed up, but my cousin. <laughs> well, so let's ask, I want I'm just, my brain is all excited now. I didn't know that you did that with leading people. Like, do you have like a, okay, at the beginning of today, it's Thursday. We're going to have an intention for the next 20,000 hours of walking. And we're going to say this mantra, or we're going to have this thing that we do as we walk. Like, 
or does everybody just wake up and you start walking and you're like, okay, the garbage is leaving, the garbage is leaving. You know, how does it work for you? It had been my intention, my expectation, if you will, mm -hmm. that I would do a coaching session like the night before or the morning of to set the intention for the day. Mm -hmm. All right, today let's think about our clarity. We'll have talked about it. And so now you get to let that conversation work through you. Mm. And each day I was going to have a different one, a different coaching theme sessions, et cetera. Yeah. Didn't work out that way. <laughs> Your expectations didn't get met, huh? Uh, correct. And so I just regrouped. It's like, I f have faith that the walking itself, because I didn't coach myself on my first Camino, I just walked and it transformed me. And so I have faith that the walking and the experiences that come to you will transform you. There's a common mantra. There are three common mantras for the Camino. Okay. One is uh, the Camino provides. Mm, I love Magical that. things happen on the Camino. Wow. Another one is it's your Camino. <laughs> that's usually accompanied by criticism of some plan you just told somebody you're doing like uh -huh. i'm going to carry three liters of water with me you can't do that that's too heavy it's my camino my camino <laughs> not yours i'm gonna carry 10 10 of them look at me now yeah yeah and the third mantra just eluded me but yeah if it comes back i'll tell you we'll um, figure it out yeah i find um, that super magical because i think of like whatever whether you're going into a yoga class or a retreat sometimes you think like I mean, am I guiding myself through this whole thing or am I letting the thing guide me and I get to melt with the thing, whatever it is, whether it's a dance party, a yoga class or a giant 500 mile walk, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems like when, it sounds like when your mind is trying to do the thing, it kind of yes. can get crunchy and messy. And when yep. you surrender to spirit and mother nature and this beautiful divine, you know, creation called life, it seems like it sort of does what we need it to do and you've got to stay present i've i've watched pilgrims do the camino on their phones whoa i mean it's one thing to use the phone to say yep i'm on the right path here's or take pictures yeah. or to um uh, find a place to stay it's another to be calling home to talk to the kids the spouse the friends um whatever and those who are doing the reaching to their old world don't stay as present right they don't get the transformation in the same way but and they still are walking and they're still doing things they never thought they could do how did you get turned i mean this is magnificent like i would never i mean personally like a five your first journey and even the second journey like i, I would never it's just not something that like i'm magnetized to yeah. go do a 500 mile you know, right, right. Camino, a walk. And so how did you, what, how, what sparked that for you? Um, a, a friend of mine since first grade and her husband walked the last hundred kilometers years ago. Uh -huh. um, and you, there's a, you get a beautiful certificate called a Compostela when you've walked at least a hundred kilometers or okay. biked 200 kilometers. Okay. Um, and so she and her husband did that and it was his dream to do the full 500 miles. Wow. But he, but he died before he got it done. Oh gosh. So it was her dream. There was a one church along the way that touched him. And so she wanted to go do his walk and leave some of his ashes at that church. So she asked me if she, I would like to go with her. And I said, yeah. And our friends are going, that's nuts. 
that's hard. And I said, no, and uh, there are other things that are harder that I've done uh, or had foisted on me. Um, And after 21 months of preparation, she backed out two days before our trip. Wow. 21 months of preparation? Of walking and studying and talking and uh, getting ready. And uh, I said, well, and at first I said, well, I'm going to go anyway. But I woke up the next day and I said, you've been preparing to do her Camino, not yours. Mm. So I said, I'm going to wait. And then a, a woman I know through my brother and sister-in-law said, well, I'm going next spring if you want to go with me. So we decided we'd go separately together or together separately. Or, mm-hmm. uh, so we did our Caminos together, but they were our Caminos. Yeah. Uh, we had each other's backs. Um, it was very cool. We're st- still good friends. Uh, wow. So that's what got me started. And what, but it was really hard, Valerie. I mean, two weeks in, I thought, I'll finish this, but I have no intention of ever doing this again. You're like, it's like giving birth for the first time. You're like, fuck that. Okay, this is great. And, yeah. and then you get amnesia about the thing. <laughs> well, I fell in love with walking and the people. Oh, wow. Experiences. I mean, I have friends from all over the world I still keep in touch with from my first Camino. How do you, like, so, just curious, like, so, I mean, 500 miles is a ton. Like, you know, whatever you cover per day, it's like, do you, do you just have to find where you're going to stay each night on your own? Or is there, like, this cool group that's like, okay, here's 50 hostels that are at the 20-mile marker. And, the, you know, how does that work for, you know, finding out so- where to stay every night? So the French way, what I did last year is called the Camino Francais or the French way. Martin Sheen did a movie on it in 2010 called The Way. Oh, wow. And that is the most common. 60% of the pilgrims walking a Camino are walking the French way. Okay. That has become the industry for Northern Spain. And there, most of the, most of the way, there are places to stay and places to eat. I mean, they, there might be a warning of, 17 kilometers without any food or water and in rough numbers I multiplied the kilometers by 0.6 to get a rough mileage because I still don't think in kilometers and so that's about 10 miles oh wow Uh, so it's like all right well I'll have snacks and water with me and I can make that far Um, so we got into a routine where we would leave early in the morning which meant we got to experience sunrise mm. and you're walking, we're walking West. And so you, when you see the sky in front of you start to kind of turn pink, mm. I would turn around and get these great sunrise pictures. Nice. Uh, and there was, and, and the birds were waking up and the bullfrogs are waking up and it was just great. Um, but and we did, would, we sorry, would, go ahead. we would stop just after lunch or sometimes at lunch and forget to keep going. And we would stop early afternoon. So that we made sure we had a bed for the night. Got it. Okay. My Marines, two young men who I got to know on the trip, didn't stop early enough one day, and they ended up walking 30 miles that day because there weren't beds sooner than that. Oh, gosh. So yeah. it's almost like this little race to the next, Not I don't know, race, but just like making sure you got it together. You or, don't trusting, be sleeping, um, or trusting the universe. Yeah. You no. Know? And the reality is, obviously, you're on this crazy journey. And so, okay, so how long did it take the original one to do? We, we added a day of a break uh, three times during the trip. So we'd walk a week, take a day off, walk a week. With that, it was 35 days. Wow. And then this last trip? 
I allowed, I was told it was a 12, 10 day walk. So I allowed 12. We took all 12 <laughs> and didn't take any time off. We're the woman, that up like a biscuit. Okay. Oh. Well, my cousin isn't the kind of walker I am. And she's got to have breakfast before she walks anywhere. Got it. So rather than leaving before sunrise, we weren't leaving till eight o'clock. So you had just a different vibration. So what was, you know, so let's talk, let's talk about, so let's talk about the experiment of the week and how it's relating to this Ah, experience of your life. And so let's talk about what, you know, here at Dance Our Dreams, we always do a weekly experiment or life hack of the week to try to help us move our dreams forward so that we can serve the dream of the planet, which to me is the United Nations Sustainable Development Goal. So tell, let's talk about your experiment. So my experiment is called Drop Your Expectations. And it's something I've recognized all my life. I mean, we all know that we shouldn't expect things of others. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like an assumption. and We know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, makes an ass out of you and me. And yeah. expectations do too. And I saw in my first Camino people ruining their days and their relationships with the expectations. Mm. Valerie should know not to talk to me like that. And Valerie should know this. And Valerie should, and the weather was supposed to be nice today. And look, it's not nice. And, and you know, just all this whining and bitching. And after a while, my mantra was drop expectations, drop expectations. Just take it as it comes. The Camino provides, it'll all be okay. And I still see people filled with expectations. So I tried to not have expectations for this Camino and I did pretty well. I mean, I wanted to coach my client cousin. It didn't work out and I, it's okay. It, it, it just was what it was. Yeah. And so uh, clearly there's an overlay template of the, your journey onto how we can look at, you know, the expectations of our daily life, you know, even like today, I live up in the mountains and there's dirt roads, you know, there's, you know, yeah. great paved roads and all of a sudden it's like dirt road land, but it's like, whatever, it's a quarter of a mile of dirt road, but it's like, depending on what day of the year it is, it's some days it's potholes and ice and slick and or God muddy knows, or muddy yeah. or whatever. And you know, there's that, the little prissy part of me that's like, well, it should be smooth all the time. And why isn't it always perfect smooth? It's like, cause you chose to live up here, Val. <laughs> like, that's why I do. And I've got six miles of dirt road. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh my about. God. You know, and just today, as I was driving back from driving my kids at the bus stop, I was looking at all these potholes and these little slick yeah. spots and all this stuff. And I'm just like, you can either like look at them every time you see them and get a little like irritated and like, why aren't they smooth and great? Or you can just embrace like, "Mm, look at that. I'm going to go slower and look at the trees around me, you know, and what do I get to do now in this moment? And so that surrender to the now. And so this is similar. It's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so how can people on a daily basis, you know, do this experiment to, you know, can they wake up? What do they do to drop expectations or surrender to the now and just be present? Like what, what's your advice for them? I love starting my day with gratitude that Mm. I have another day. And I think the gratitude is a good start to dropping expectations. And I think if you kind of keep repeating, no expectations, drop expectations, and they're going to pop up. And then when they do, you go, stop, put that down. Yeah. 
enjoy embrace what's there like you embrace your potholes hopefully not li literally but <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> face plant um so in if, if it's raining on a day it was supposed to be sunny or sunny on a day it was supposed to be raining appreciate the gift because yeah. everything that happens to us is a gift yeah if we choose to unwrap it i think like i really love yeah. taoism and i think about you know what is is like that's it's not what should be. It's like, just embrace what is. And it's like the expectations of what's well, supposed to be this way. Blah, blah, blah. That's when we start getting this little monkey in our head. Going oh, nuts. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, we do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we make the people around us nuts. Totally. And they make us nuts too. <laughs> so maybe this could be a fun experiment to like get more into our, into our nowness and into appreciating. Present. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but, so let's talk about, your work because you know as as the us you know i think you know you had said spiritual not religious i think you know many of us are that way and regardless if we're religious and spiritual it doesn't matter just right the point right. is we're we're people who are seeking to connect with the the divine you know this greater experience of ours and so if one hand we're over here and we're going i'm just going to surrender to what is and just be present and da da da, da and on the other hand we are entrepreneurs and we are excellence seekers and we are people who want to go from adequate to excellence and we are people who want to make a difference on the world how do we how do we marry those two states of mind so that we can still go make you know exponential impact on the planet yet not drive ourselves crazy while we're doing it and it's a tough one that's a challenging question right i know that's why i was like uh put you on the spot here um we do need i believe we need goals and dreams to drive us to yeah. lead us to our excellence where i like to always be striving for excellence yeah. because i feel if i'm not and and what what i'm feeling for myself is what i feel about others that if we're living unconsciously that we don't strive for better and more and i don't mean more toys i mean more life right more joy yeah yeah more giving and and so i believe that when we simplify our lives and have those goals or dreams that lead us mm -hmm. and that we put everything one step at a time toward that goal and drop those expectations that then we do live to our fullest and we do have an excellent life that we've created. It's our design that we get to live. It's our Camino. <laughs> life is a Camino. <laughs> it's your Camino. And so what I'm hearing you say is, you know, it's the attitude and the state of mind that you go into the execution process with of like, I'm going to give it my best, but I'm not attached to the outcome necessarily. Like I want the outcome to like lead me on the step to the next direction toward this goal. But it's like, if I don't get there today, I don't have to beat myself up about it. That's right. I and, wanna, and I want to push myself. Yes. And, and sometimes when we push ourselves, we fall down. Yeah. Get back. As Robin Williams used to say, fall mm -hmm. down, get back up again. <laughs> oh, I miss you, Robin Williams. I just watched yeah. the best documentary on his life. I think it was on HBO. So good. I'm such a good love, love, love him. He was such yeah. a genius. I miss him too. I know, right? Like, God bless you, honey. And, you know, and I think, you know, what an interesting person to bring up right now, because I think of our, 
you know, you, you are on uh, sustainable development goal number three, good health and well-being, which also includes mental health, of course. Um, yep. And, you know, clearly Robin had, uh, you know, in his younger years, he had addiction and in his later years, he had stuff that went on that messed up with his mind that, you know, caused him to commit suicide. And who knows exactly what the, the soup is of his mental state that caused that. But for me, as somebody who suffered from depression and, you know, for the most part, I'm out of depression, but I definitely have moments of depression. You can relate to him a lot more than I can. I'm Tons, sure. I mean, I've know? had depression, but yeah, different level level. It is. And it's that like breaking the shame and stigma around talking about our, our mental health and our, you know, yeah. our health and well being. And I think when we do have such high expectations of ourselves, especially if we're in the public eye, like he was, you know, and then what there's this, what, that's such an expectation of like, yeah. well, what are you going to do next? Oh, well, that last movie sucked or the last concert was horrible and you need to come back or you need to make it even better. And so it's like, it's like this giant, you know, colossal dinosaur of weight on top of you to like, I have to keep going. And instead of just being able to like, just exhale for a minute. And I couldn't, I certainly couldn't imagine what it would must feel like for him at his just echelon, his, yeah, yeah, you know, the highest echelon of success and, and expectations. And so, so I really appreciate that you picked number three, you know, for the health and well-being. Um, and so let's talk about your, uh, your song of the week. Oh, okay. <laughs> dance it. <laughs> Could you play it? You know, the, the thing with like YouTube and iTunes, I can't I know, I play know these can. songs, which bums me out. Like when I first started this podcast, I was like, I'm going to like rock and roll and play all these songs while I'm talking. And they're like, nope, can't do that. Yeah, I was at, I was at Starbucks one day doing a live stream and Starbucks was piping this, the, their music out onto the patio where I was. YouTube wouldn't let me put it, play, do my video. And I'm going... Oh, it was a really good one. <laughs> I know, right? And I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like I understand and I'm not trying to rip off artists or, you know, clearly I'm not making no. money on this podcast. Right. It's just like, come on, let's play some, let's support the artists and right. their music a little bit. So right. I think there's a new evolution of the music industry that's, you know, we've got another five years before um, we're going to be able to do that a little bit more generously. With I look social. forward to that. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's super cool. So let's, so you, what is it? What's the song? Um, it's Macklemore's Can't Hold Us. Dun, 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 dun. I know. I'm just going to dance to it. because it Yeah. It's the best. My cats think I'm so weird when I dance to it. They kind of pull back going, oh, she's got crazy again. I know. Good. Go crazy, mom. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I've had several teachers along the way, um, people teaching me different business things. Mm -hmm. And um, the, for the two big ones who introduced me to this as part of their music to get you going before they start speaking again. Yeah. And I liked it so much that I bought the album and play it. Well, I, um, and I, it really does jazz me. I just yeah. smile. My feet smile. You know, everybody's happy. Several years ago, I was diagnosed with an ovarian fibroma. I did not want to take ownership of this thing. So it wasn't mm. my fibroma. Mm. It was a fibroma. It was, it was an alien. It was so, an alien. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this. You said so this is where we, the song comes from. I had uh, an alienectomy. An alienectomy. Uh, so and they, the doctor went in and cut, cut it out. And it turned out it was bigger than they thought. It was half a pound. 
and so I, <laughs> I didn't get, um, is it laparoscopic surgery where they make the little incision? Yeah. So I had this big incision, lower belly. And I said, well, there go my pole dancing days. And the doctors go, <laughs> Yeah. And then I go, no, no, I could put diamond studs in there. Okay, never mind. It's okay. You can you can you can bedazzle that. Well, I, yes, that's my theory. <laughs> so, but but my whole attitude was we're gonna release the alien back to the wild. Yeah. To build me up to the surgery, I played Cant Holas numerous times every day, dancing my little heart out and singing. When I got back and, and I did this over in the front range. Um, so I, I had to stay, we spent the night over there and when I got, I back, got back to the hotel and I played the song and my toes kind of tapped a little bit and I took a nap, got up from the nap and played the song and more of my foot tapped by the next morning, my whole body was moving to this song in one week. You would not know I'd had major surgery. Wow. I was, and it's like, it's, it didn't save my life, but I didn't suffer for months like people expected me to. Exactly. I have a phrase called the music is the medicine and the DJ is the doctor. And I believe you're the, every one of us, all, each of you and us and I, you know, Kit and I, we're the DJs of our own, you know, masterpiece, our soundtrack of life. And so you infused yourself with that medicine. Yeah, I did. And you helped cure yourself. And I'm just, and the reason obviously I'm a DJ and I'm so passionate about having music on this podcast and sharing these types of songs and these messages, it's like, it's legit. The stuff heals us and it can help us get expanded. It can help us get grounded. It can help us connect with our spirit and with each other. And it's, it's real. It is medicine for our soul. And I believe that with all my heart. And it sounds like you're a living example of yeah, how yeah. that was medicine for you. Yep. Yeah, yep, it was. It's so exciting. Still is. Yeah, still when is. I feel blue, I play it. It's like, okay, need a little boost. Totally. Right. It's so good. I'm like, yeah. dance break. It's so good. It just, it, it, you know, one song can change your life for the whole day. You know, yeah, it can, yeah. and it just three minutes, five minutes, however long you know you need. Um, so it, it it makes all the difference in the world. Let's talk about your um your charity of the of the week, um, the Ure Mountain Rescue. Okay, uh, we have got a world class rescue group. Wow, and you know we we're in the mountains. People fall down, get hurt, they get lost, and yeah. Ure Mountain Rescue goes to the to the rescue. <laughs> they, the other counties will rely on them for help. I mean, they've gone to the Black Canyon, which is in a different county. They've gone to Silverton, a different county. But we also have Rigging for Rescue, and, and the two are somehow, they're not really related, but they're intertwined. Uh -huh. and, and those Rigging for Rescue guys train um, military people from around the world. Wow. I mean, it's just, it's phenomenal. I'm so proud of our Ure Mountain Rescue people. Okay, so you say Ure. Sorry, I think I said Ure, and it's Ure. It's Ure. Yeah. Ure, thank you. Sorry. Um, and so, obviously, people can donate to that, and, and then it's not just helping your community. It sounds like it's helping other communities because they train these other folks around the world as well. And, I mean, somebody, a climber in the Black Canyon, uh, got hurt and got himself down to the river bottom fine, but couldn't get out. Okay. So 
you're right. I mean, so it help, they help the world because visitors are coming here. And if, if visitors get rescued, then the, their communities, wherever, are helped yeah. also. Totally. I love it. I love it. I love it. So let's, um, where can everybody find you, Kit? At liveandfocusedenergy.com. All right, cool. And we're, I'm going to put all of Kit's social media and her website and everything on our show notes at djvaleriebeloved.com forward slash podcast. And so you, and I'm hearing, I'm hearing a little meow, meow. In the yes. My uh, office, one of my office kitties, she's my meditation cat too. Oh, there you go. <laughs> a temple kitty. Yes. Yeah, she oh. yeah, she's, she thinks it's time to go outside, but oh. as soon as I let her out, she'll think it's time to come inside. Love it. What would you say to somebody who's listening to this podcast right now or watching on YouTube? What would you say to them? You know, because I know that about, you know, two months ago, we were having this exact conversation in our mastermind group about should I go on this journey, this, this, uh, this other Camino, the second Camino or not? What would you say to people who are at a, a, a why in their life and they're like, should I go do this thing now or should I go do this other thing? Um, you know, what would you say to them? Like, how can they be the best decision maker for their, their journey that's in front of them? Yeah. I think the best thing to do, and it's not easy, but is to get quiet and listen to your heart and soul. Hmm. And sometimes that takes asking other people for their opinions and the noise that comes back to you in the opinions helps you figure out what's right for you. Yeah. And, and but, but listening, how do you differentiate? How do you personally differentiate between your, your soul and your heart voice and the mind voice, the, the, you know, the protective voice up there, the logical voice, which is great. We need it. Love it. Keep it. We do need it. Yeah. We'd be a mess if we only followed our hearts. I think, sure, I think. Maybe, sure. maybe life would be better if we only followed our hearts. Who knows? You know, uh, some of it is where, the sound comes from. Mm. I mean, I can feel when my heart is speaking to me, I feel it in my heart, okay. heart region. And when my brain's talking, it's you know, throat and brain, you know, it's, it's this region that's making all the noise. So tune into your body and start listening from that quiet space. Like maybe go out in nature yeah. and ask these questions as well. Oh, going in nature Get is grounded. Part, yeah, and that's part of why the Caminos are so good because you are outdoors. You are in nature. I love it. That's so great. So do you have anything else you'd love to share with uh, the Love Tribe and our awesome audience about you and about them and you know, moving their lives to the next level? Before we say adios. Oh, I'm, I'm afraid if I say anything, it'll be trite. <laughs> Doubt it. Pursue excellence. Quit being numb to your life. Mm. Be proactive. Look at that dream. Feel that dream. And pursue it in any number of ways that you can. Yeah. And ignore the naysayers. Because they're afraid. They're, they want, if you change and do something difficult, what does that mean for them? Exactly. So, yeah, live your life. Enjoy your life. One of the things I like to say I help people do is to design and live their life. Yeah. Their and, own Camino, huh? Yeah. And, and life is change. You can't get away from it. So embrace it. 
Yay. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being on this beautiful podcast and sharing your wisdom and your fun and your enthusiasm with everybody here. I hope it, I hope everybody who's listening gets little sprinkles and tapped on the shoulder to go do your own version of your own Camino, whether it's in your business or your relationship, your love life, your, you know, adventure, spirit, whatever it is, like go, go say All yes to above, your life. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate you. Oh, I like that. With us. Yeah. Say, yes to your life. <laughs> yes to your life. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. All right. So how about everybody? Let's take a big inhale together. And exhale peace out to the world. And thank you, Kit Cassingham, for being with us here on Dance Our Dreams. And everybody, until next time, peace, love, and warm aloha. <laughs> All right, big dream dancers, I know you want to start making a difference in your life and the planet today. So head on over to djvaleriebelove.com forward slash podcast for your free dream sheet for the weekly Dance Our Dreams experiments. And remember, I'll check you out on Facebook Live every Manifesting Monday at 11, 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on the DJ Valerie Belove page for support on each week's experiment. And I really, really do know how busy you are and it would mean the world to me if you could subscribe and leave a review on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts so other badass changemakers like you can benefit from this show too. Sending from my heart to yours. Peace, love, and aloha.